Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to the Believe in Bingo podcast. Solomon Wilcox and Adam Pacman Jones. Week 18 is in the books. That's right. And Cincinnati Bengals head to the playoffs. What you got to say about that, Adam Jones? Because the Bengals are the AFC North Division champions. Excited, man. Excited for the city. Excited for the younger guys that's uh, built their own, own lane, doing their own trail. Um, they're not following nobody else. We got that's a very hot. High power offense too, man. Yeah, I'm excited too. You know, look, we got to talk a little bit because to me that game uh, up in Cleveland didn't mean a whole lot. Uh, the Browns can walk around the street saying they've beaten the Bengals in seven of the last eight games. I just want you to know that one's gonna burn me all off season because the fact that they walk around here can even say something like that when they got a longer vacation than everybody else for whatever reason. Their little win, 21 to 16 on Sunday against our backups. They can brag about that if they want to, but I felt like I uh, I wasn't watching the real Bengals team because most of our guys were resting, and rightfully so. I only watched the first couple of plays. I seen uh, <laughs> it checked out. <laughs> I seen Chase get the ball a couple of times, do get his record, and yeah. I checked out. Um, of of course, we don't want nobody to get hurt. Um, I think it was a smart decision by the coaches. They probably pr- practiced all week to make sure their legs was there. Um, everybody looking forward to this week. We got um, Oakland coming in. It's going to be cold on La- Saturday. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Uh, I mean, say, <laughs> Vegas. My, my bad. My bad. Thank it's you. All right. We it's got all right. Las Vegas Raiders coming in, and it's going to be cold and rainy on Saturday. <laughs> man, it is our type of day, man. You should That's be right. excited if you're over there in the locker room. Because um, you know you're going to practice through it this week. So get right. ready, baby. So here's – I'm just going to let people know. Cincinnati Bengals don't have an indoor practice facility. In fact, oh, I think the Bengals are the only team in the NFL to have an indoor practice facility. They believe going out, putting in that work. Belichick and the Patriots, they have an indoor practice facility. They just don't use it. Because he's saying if you're going to play outside in it, we're going to go to work outside in it. And let them, the visiting team, worry about what the weather's going to be like. Oh, yeah. I, I was there for nine years, and we practice outside. You know, you might have That's to wear right. a bubble coat. But come Sunday, you're going to be ready for it. You know, um, I think it's a very good mental advantage, um, mm-hmm. especially coming in with the Las Vegas Raiders. With being an indoor team, um, everything is, is nice and glitz and glamour. 
Um, this is gonna be a dog fight, and um, I think I think as um, long as we get on them earlier, it should it should be a good game. To those people who say, "Man, we shouldn't have had Jamar Chase in that game against the Browns," they let him come in. He got he put in his work, broke Chad Johnson's single season um, a receiving record for receiving yards in a single season, fourteen hundred fifty five yards. Chad sent him out a little tweet of congratulations. Chad set that record back in 2007. I was proud of Chad when he did that. I was proud of this kid because he's a rookie, man. He just showed up. Why yeah. was it important to give him a chance to go ahead and get the record? Man, that is a coaches. When you want, when you have good coaches, you call them player coaches. Hey, coach, you know I really want to go and get this. You know what I mean? Nine number two catches, uh, and that's the type of atmosphere that you 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 have in the locker room when, you, when you're a player's coach you can tell he's a player coach the guys in the locker room love him um it wasn't nothing out this screen where he was going to get hurt or anything um and he looked he looked good you shit you can tell that he was mentally ready to go in forever how many other plays that they was going to let him play <laughs> and they couldn't stop him I, you know they couldn't stop him they knew what he was coming in to do still couldn't stop it from happening he got his work in and he was done. But, he, yeah, he looking faster. We talked about this before. He looks fast as, as we've ever seen him. Um, something tells me, yeah, we have this great year out of Jamar Chase. This kid's going to do some great things here. I think coming in 2022, 2022, I think he's going to be even better. He'll be more experienced. You talk to me about what is it like for a player from the first year to that second year, the kind of growth that you see the kind of confidence that you'll see coming in that, that second year after a rookie campaign. Well, one thing we know he's not lacking is confidence. Um, That's right. <laughs> getting smarter and, and knowing how to do different things, things with your craft as you get older, watching film. Um, he'll learn a lot of nicks and nacks once he goes and watch all of the film from this year. You know, um, it's a lot of things that you get away with as being a rookie because you got fresh legs, you're fast, mm -hmm. you're a little bit more faster than everybody else. Um, but I just think, um, if I had to nick pick on anything, um, consistency is, is, is the key with just catching the ball, you know what I mean? But as far as his route, shit, he wide open every time. You can't really say too much about his route. <laughs> and and um, he got, and he got game after the catch. Can you imagine if he'd have caught half of the balls that he started off earlier in the season? Yeah. He'd have half of them balls. He probably had another 600 yards. Hey, man, I could just go back to the one against the Chargers. He got the guy beat. He flips the ball back, and it became an interception. He was going to yeah. score a touchdown on that play. I mean, you know, so, so yeah. there's no doubt he, he wouldn't have even had to play on Sunday in order to get that record had he held on to, to half of the ones that he's dropped. We're proud of Jamar Chase. Uh, he came in, um, was very intentional about what he wanted to do. He said he was going to set records, and that's exactly what he did but he did it in a way where he didn't alienate himself, right, right. from the other guys. You know how Tyler Boyd feels about him. You know how T. Uh, Higgins and Joe Mixon, they all really love this guy because he came in, I think, with the right temperament. He wanted to make his mark, but he wasn't trying to be disruptive about what everybody else was doing. And you can tell he worked hard. That's one thing Coach said. He worked hard from the time he got here. So that 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 kind of, you know, rub off on the other guys when you got the rookie out here. You know what I mean? He's staying late. He's catching a couple balls. He's doing this. Um, all that plays a part into where he's at today. Um, but he have a great cast of guys around him. And it remind me, I hate to go back and say it, but when we had AJ, uh, 
Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones yeah. Sanu, yeah, and my boy Hawkins. I mean, they was a, a tight group. Um, That's right. They would do everything together. Even when we sitting in the locker room betting against ping pong, they wouldn't even play against each other. They would play against everybody else. So. <laughs> I like it. I like it. this. This group remind me of that tight bonded group mm -hmm. and. The athletic ability ability is through the chart with these guys. So yeah, you got yeah. one guy that's six four and a half that can run, catch, catch the ball at the highest point, catch the ball at and, and contesting throws. You got mm -hmm. another guy that can take the coverage off the top, and yep. uh, he's just a freaking nature. And then you got one guy that's crafty as hell, that's hard to guard Ooh. if you don't play your leverage or, or or have help. So they got a lot of pieces, and they have. A good tight end. Um, That's right. Can't take that from TJ. TJ worked his ass off um, yeah. to play. He's played as one of the best tight ends this year. So, man, they got a whole package over there. The front line is playing good. We playing good without penalties. Um, it's fun, man. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. T Boyd is the lunch pail guy, and you're right. Yeah. CJ Usama is just really making his mark. Now, let's talk about this playoff game on Saturday, 4:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Cincinnati Bengals are going to kick it off and play host to the Las Vegas Raiders at Paul Brown Stadium. Remember, these two teams did play earlier during the regular season. Week 11, Bengals came away a winner in that game, 32-13. to 13. When you got the news that it was going to be the Raiders coming to town, and maybe not the Patriots, not anybody else, that it was the Raiders who the Bengals were going to be facing in this playoff game, what came to mind? I was happy as hell. <laughs> Thank you to my football God. <laughs> there is a God because we did not want Tom Brady. I'm going to say Tom Brady. You want those Belichick, Bill Belichick. We did not want yeah. Belichick to come in here and try to prove something to us. But um, right. on, a, on another note, it's just the type of football. This is going to be a, a, a nasty game. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you had to pick which team, organization, or coach you want to play against, the Raiders are the first choice. Um, mm -hmm. I know they have a, a lot of – uh, keys to the puzzle over there, but I just think we're a more grit and, and, and nasty team, you know. Win this one and go and beat Tennessee, I think, hey, we got a chance. If, I, to me, I think we flipped the cards right. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, you know, like, here's the thing. I was excited. I was like, oh, you know what? Bring the Raiders up in here. And the reason why I was like, not the Patriots, preferably Raiders. I, I have all the respect in the world for the Raiders. But the Patriots are a team that's used to that cold weather. They're yep. a team that ain't going to be phased by that. Give me a team from the West, anybody from out West. That's kind of how I was looking at it. And the Raiders are coming in here, man. They gonna, they don't know if they need to wear sleeves or not. They don't know if they need to bring extra clothing or, or the right cleats or not. I do yep. know they got some ballers in Darren Waller. Hunter Renfro is as good a receiver as you're going to face. He's almost yep. like a Cooper Cup type of dude who's going to give you some work. Um, that's Josh Jacobs' dude. From Alabama, he can he can tote the rock. But remember, when we played them in week 11, Waller had over 100 yards received. Yeah. Derek Carr, you know, had a couple of touchdown passes, a couple of 100 yards passing. But we held Josh Jacobs in check for only 37 yards rushing. It was our guy, Joe Mixon, who had, what, 125, 123 yards rushing, a couple of rushing touchdowns. It was Joe Mixon and the field goal kicker, Evan McPherson, had – Three kicks of 50 yards or more in that game that got us off to a great start. And then the run game and Joe Mixon just put them away. So uh, I, I'm liking the way that we match up against the Raiders. Well, I'm loving it even better than we got the, uh, some of our DBs back. That's right. You know, That's right. Yeah. We're playing better in the back end right now. So 
I don't think I don't think it would be a, be a field day as far as letting these these guys just go out and, and, and run for the sky. Um, I think it's gonna be a nitty gritty game. We're gonna have to stop the run again. Yeah, um, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's different when you're playing at home in the cold. You're used to the circumstance, the, <laughs> the elements. You you used to walking out of the tunnel. You're used to going in your locker. You're used to doing your your, your daily routine. Um, and you're gonna be at home, so it's gonna be loud. It's gonna be loud. You can you can bet it's gonna be loud on Saturday. Here's what I here's rain. what I could tell them Raiders. This game ain't gonna be no one o'clock game when the sun oh, is right wow. up. This is four thirty. People don't know it get dark at five o'clock here. Yeah, just it's so gonna, you it's gonna know, be, it's gonna be dark. It's gonna be dark. It's gonna be cold. The sun going been unset. That what well, just so y'all know, that's about a good fifteen to twenty degrees temperature change. Between high noon here in Cincinnati, Ohio, and when the sun set around 5, 6 p.m. in the evening. It's supposed to be 2317 is the lowest. Oh, I'm loving it. Write it down. Write it down. Sir. Hey, so we call that a man up game. Time to man up, son. Because when they get cold, that's when you find out who really want to play. Am I right? Oh, yeah. And, you know. It's it's just different when you outside in those type of elements than playing in the dome. You That's know what right. I mean? Uh, Pier point blank. People with knees injury, they don't like playing in the cold. You know what I mean? <laughs> People with ankle injury, they don't oh, like playing. Oh, that in the hurt, bro. That hurt. Oh, that we going hurt. to we playing in, in, at home in the in the dome. Let's go. So it's a big difference, and and, and hopefully we'll be able to capitalize on that on um, Saturday. That's what people need to understand about Jimmy Garoppolo. He playing with that fractured thumb. Right, and it's got a torn um, ligament in it. Or let him have to go to play Lambo with that thumb. I guarantee he won't be throwing the ball like he was. Yesterday. I, I a, promise you, he won't. That's a game changer, man. You talking? You when it get cold, all this hurt. All oh, this hurt. <laughs> I mean, you, you literally have to stay on the warmer till you go out to the field. That's right. So uh, you just got to bring it. Hey, I want to talk to you, Adam, about. Uh, Black Monday, five coaching Black changes Monday. already, bro. And we ain't even done at the recording of this show. It's no. still midday Monday. Not and already we know we know Jacksonville's looking for a new coach, Urban Meyer being gone. It took all of Saturday night, Sunday morning for the Denver Broncos to let Vic Fangio go. Not and, Mike and, and our guy, Mike Zimmer, man. No, they got him. They got him this morning. They got him this morning. Eight no. seasons in Minnesota. He took him to the playoff three times, but the last two years they came up short. And uh, Matt Nagy in Chicago, uh, the Grim Reaper came and got him. And oh. then one that was probably more shocking because this coach is actually nobody can win in Miami except Brian Flores. He's won each of the last two years, didn't go to playoffs, but had a winning record. I didn't understand and, that move. And, right. and I'm going to share this with you. He has beaten, he has beaten the Patriots three of the last four times they played, including twice this season. To that, you say what? I just don't understand the, the method behind the madness. Um, there's got to be some in the locker room. There's got to be some with the guys that they're just paying or something a couple of years that's not getting along. It can't be the X and O's of winning and losing because he's he's been winning. He's winning one more than any coach that you've had in the last decade almost. So I don't know. Um that's a that's a that's a good one. What if I like, told you this? What if I told you this? Stephen Ross, who's the owner of the Dolphins, during the middle of the season, he was trying to make a trade 
for Deshaun Watson. One could hardly blame him because I like me some Deshaun Watson. We love D. However, it undermined the confidence of his young quarterback to a tongue of Iowa. Brian Flores was trying to get the owner and they say, look, do what you got to do, but can you keep that under wraps? It's like, if you got a girlfriend, you ain't out letting it be known that you out there courting another girl, man, if you're going to do that, you need to be a little bit better about it because it's undermining our ability to go out and win games right now. And if you notice, as soon Wait as- a minute, hold on. Do you think they would have said that to Jerry? Jerry who? Jerry Jones? Yeah. No, no. Nobody said it to anybody. Nobody said it to Stephen Ross. Oh, I'm saying it should have been said to the owner. The owner should understand oh, this okay. intuitively, you see, because here's the deal. As soon as the trade rumors ceased, because the trade deadline had passed at the halfway point of the season, right around Halloween. Yeah. Right in that period, the Dolphins lost seven straight games. As soon as the trade deadline was over, they went and won seven in a row. So as soon as we clear the air of all of that drama and Tua wasn't being asked every day, well, we're here, the owner's thinking about trading. He was hearing it every day. He was having an answer to this. And as soon as all of that died, the trade deadline went up. You know what? The young quarterback came out and played. And his coach had his back because his coach is telling him quietly, don't listen to that. You're my guy. I'm your guy. Right? But you know how it is. As soon as the season's over, I was just going to tell you. All right, now, so let me yeah. – let's let's talk business. That's what I'm saying. I'm giving it to you. What the owners say must go. You know how this go. You know how it go. At Paul Brown Stadium, Mr. Brown said, hey, I want Solomon playing every down. Guess what's going to happen? Playing every you down. You're going to play every down. <laughs> so we can, we can say this and say that. I, I bet you after this, this, this offseason – D-Jack will be in Miami some kind of form, way, or fashion. Um, yeah, we'll have to it, wait and see. I, I know I know who's not in Miami. I know who's not in Miami. Brian Flores. <laughs> Brian Flores. <laughs> <laughs> so you, because you, because you had asked, well, something must be wrong. Something must be going on. And a lot, I'm telling you what's going on. That's the reason. Oh, you just explained me the reason. <laughs> that is. <laughs> that's the reason. Okay, that's why his ass gone. Yeah, <laughs> man. My fault. You explained it so perfectly just then. You ain't gonna do it. You ain't gonna do what I'm gonna tell you to do. Hey, no matter how many games you win. So it might what? we, you know, you know and oh, this that, that, that explains it all then. Yeah, that this brings it to question how long is Tua Tungavailoa gonna be the quarterback in Miami? This brings into question a lot of the assets, because <clears throat> you know how coaches are, they bring guys in, guys want to play for flow. He got two good corners in Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. He's put together a defense. They run man-to-man, zero blitz coverage, and it is literally one of the best secondaries in the NFL, one of the best defenses in the NFL. And Flo brought that defense from New England, and he put it together. And that's really the reason why they've been strong playing with a young quarterback but still able to win games. All right. They want to win right now. What would you do? The smart decision is go and get D. Let him come in and play. Grown the young boy. How many years um, did he got? Two of, this was only two a second year. He got three year number three. No, no. How many the boy from uh, Houston got on his deal? Oh, he's only in his second year of his deal. He got a blockbuster deal. You're not going to keep them both because you, you know how it is. 
two said, dogs, two, uh, two dogs, two one bone, man. But two, two <laughs> ain't no money compared to nothing. He on a rookie contract. That's guaranteed. That you, from you know and I know. Yeah, that is a big change of of, of pay because this kid making twenty four million in one year. This kid hold contract twenty four million. Well, uh, I'm gonna say this: Deshaun Watson's close to forty mil. Well, Deshaun Watson is, he can change the he, game immediately. And, he, and he's your guy. If you bring him right. through the door. You go in the playoffs. And, and he's your guy. So Tua yeah. becomes now a trade commodity to get draft picks. You can now yeah. swap him out, get some picks, keep it moving, start building the other areas of the football team. Um, one could say that they are quarterback away, and I think Deshaun Watson uh, gives them the chance to really compete. All I know and Stephen Ross, you went out to hire a coach that you said, I want to be able to beat the New England Patriots. I need a team because the Patriots have been beating the brakes off the Dolphins for the last 20 years. And guess what? This guy came in and he beat the Patriots. He's won three of the last four games against the Patriots, four of the last six since he's been there. So he came in and did what you wanted. At the end of the day, man, these coaches that know how to beat other good coaches are hard to find. It's going to be hard to find another guy who can come in there and know how to beat Bill Belichick. Well, he's going to find a guy that's going to do what he's telling him to do. That's <laughs> obvious. <laughs> that's for sure. And he reminds me of an owner named Jerry Jones. You do what the hell I tell you to do. <laughs> do what I tell you to do, and we'll be all right. We'll be all right. Now, you coach them, boys. Now you, but but when I say uh, we need this kid, don't you go against me now. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. Hey, we may not be able to beat the Patriots, but you did what I told you to do, so you get to keep your job. How about that? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what. Hey, there let me ask go. you, Mike Zimmer. You know him well. You played for him in Dallas. You played for him in Cincinnati. Um, he's. We all think the world of Zim. We love him. Um, just what? What about the eight years in Minnesota? And what's next for Coach Zim? That's a good question, man. He had an unbelievable eight years. I think he went to the playoffs, what, four times? Three times. Three times. Three times in eight eight years. He didn't go these last two. Um, You know, Zim recorrected my whole career, man. So I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. I wish him nothing but well. Um, I know, uh, I don't know if he want to be coordinated, so I know he's probably looking for a head coach job somewhere. And uh, you think Zim can handle it in Miami? I don't hey, know. I don't know about that. Oh, I, hey, look, I think I think Zim's mellowed a little bit, though. You and I. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, of course. Am I right? Like he. Of course. So, yeah, I think he could do whatever he want to do. I think he has the, the ability to steer what he's doing in the right direction to get done whatever he need to get done. You and I both know if he decided he want to be a coordinator again, which I could see him doing that. If I Listen, I'd hire him like yesterday. As my defensive coordinator. Yeah. Right. And but why we, why would he make a great defensive coordinator? You played for him, he was your coordinator. What made him so good when it came to building a defense to stop the best NFL offenses? Man, because he made sure everybody was accountable. Everybody, it don't matter who you are on the defense, he gonna make sure you're accountable. If your ass supposed to be in the A gap, get your ass in the A gap. <laughs> you supposed to be outside press, outside mm-hmm. press. Contain um, the ball, right? Yeah, contain the ball. He's he's an old school, old fashioned coach. Um, does he demand a lot? Yes, he does. But uh, he knows exactly what he's talking about, and uh, he's a great guy, man. He's he's an unbelievable guy, man. I'm, I, I, and I and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I yes. love him. Um, we got a, a great relationship. Um, 
we we got one of them father son relationship. You know what I mean? God, damn, Dad, leave me alone. He's like, all right, boy, shut your ass up and get over here. Uh, he will. He'll put it down, <laughs> won't he? he? Yeah, he will. He, he don't take nothing off nobody, but he all the guys take it from him because they know he loves them. I I talked, you yeah. know, prime time our guy prime. Uh, primetime Deion Sanders, he played for him in Dallas. And he, listen, you know, it's tough to be a defensive back coach who went over prime and Zim. Yeah. Zim was that guy for him also. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in Dallas and prime made the call for me to Zim. I don't call him prime. I call him D. D made yeah. the call for me to Zim. Was like, hey, man, just give, just give him a shot. And the first time we came here, I was out of shape like hell. And then I <laughs> Freezing. As a matter of fact, guess when it was? It was after they lost to the Jets. Uh-huh. Two days. It was that playoff Tuesday. Game. Playoff, that playoff game. game. Yeah, yeah. It was so cold here, bro. They they scraped off half of the field and made us work out. It was freezing. And that's how cold it's going to be Saturday. So they better make sure, <laughs> <laughs> make sure they got their tighties and their whiteies on. And, and, be you, and you actually signed up after working out in that? Zim made uh, you work out? He made me work out, and I was like, bro, I got to come back. The first drill, I, I pulled my hamstring. It was so cold. <laughs> and uh, Barbara was like, we're going to give you, like, two months so you can come back. I came back in two months and put on a good performance, and that was all she wrote. But, yeah, man, um, he's an accountable coach. He knows exactly what he's talking about, and he can get guys paid. Um, I, I don't know too many defensive end, defensive front, cornerbacks that's good, that's played up on his end that haven't got paid, even if you get paid somewhere else. All right. Hey, we should let everybody know that this show has been brought to them by Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march toward the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action in the 2022 year. New year and a new update desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. All you have to do is use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available in 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. Adam, hey, man, we want to thank you. Uh, one last question before we let you go. Talk to me about what we can expect from a rested Joe Burrow, a rested Joe Mixon, and a rested Cincinnati Bengals team heading into a playoff game that they've heard it all over town. It's been over 30 years since we last won a, a playoff game. And not that these guys are carrying that burden, but I know that's a that's a box they want to check off this year. I would, if I was Joe Burrow, I would walk into the locker room and say, fuck that. We ain't listening to that. We're a complete new team, and I'm the man. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, I, I think uh, it's going to be exciting, man. You can tell that the guys are very fresh. You can tell we were just talking about <clears throat> how he Mark came Chase, in. Right? Mark Chase came in yep. the game for a couple of plays, and you could tell the different speed that he was playing than the other team. So um, mm -hmm. I'm excited. Um, I'm expecting a big game out of Joe. Um it should be excited, man. Uh, let's just have fun. Don't worry about what they say. Don't worry about what we do, man. You know, because everybody going to have an opinion. It's like an asshole. Everybody got one. So, how, how hard is it to beat a team twice in the same season? One that you already beat them earlier this season. How hard is it to beat them twice in the same season? It can't be no harder than being Pittsburgh twice. 
because we we they know everything we do. We know everything they do. So yeah, don't even yeah. pay attention to that shit. Um, it is what it is. We beat them the first time. We can beat them again. The first time we didn't even beat them convincingly enough, like we should have. So it should be a lot of guys chopping at the bit. Like, hey, here we go. You know what I mean? It's 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 a new swagger because they ain't played the same swagger, even though we had a, a good game against them. But everybody wasn't clicking at the same time. So yeah. Um, It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I think these guys are hungry. I know they're very excited. Um, they've played up under the pressure. They've won the big games up under the big lights. There's just another game that we got to win. The Las Vegas Raiders have gone through a lot of adversity, um, lost their head coach, John Gruden, during the middle of the season when he was fired um, as a result of email scandal. They lost a player like Henry Ruggs, their big, deep threat, talented wide receiver after a DUI incident. Um, that left a woman um, without her life. She passed on as a result of that accident. They have since lost two more defensive backs um, as a result of legal issues. And so they've been able to weather the storm. They have lost five of six. And now they've won four straight games to finish off the regular season. Um, but here they come on Saturday. We're wishing the Bengals well. We'll be back next week to talk more about the playoff game. That's right. When we return for another edition, another episode of the Believe in Bingo podcast, he is Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.